Blog Talk Radio. Say it's alright. It's alright. It's alright. Have a good time. Cause it's alright. Whoa, it's alright. We're gonna move it slow. When lights are low. When you move it slow. It sounds like a moan. And it's alright. Whoa. Listen to the beat Kind of patch of free You got soul And everybody knows That it's alright Whoa, it's alright <laughs> with Mingle Zone Network, bringing you the newest independent music artists across the country. Rap, R&B, rock, soul, pop, reggae, hip-hop, and spoken word, you can find it all here at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mingle Zone Network. If you're an independent artist dropping a new album, let Mingle Zone Network host your CD release listening party on the air. You can email us at Network at live.com. Come listen to us on Wednesdays through Sundays from 8 p.m. to midnight for a wonderful time and some great music. Hello, 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 hello. This is Ravinda with Minkles Own Network. Uh, before we get our show started, I just want to make sure that we have all our audio issues taken care of. So I'm going to go ahead and bring in our guest in on the line and make sure that he can hear me and I can hear him. Uh, Nicholas, are you there? I certainly am. Okay. Well, I can pretty much hear you. Uh, hopefully the audience can hear us. Too. Uh, for some for some reason, we've been having these really crazy problems with uh, Block Talk Radio. So let me just try something. Hold on one second. Okay. I'll just try something here. Hello, 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 hello. This is. All right, looks like everything is good. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. All right. <laughs> oh, 
I can't believe that I'm having such technical issues in such a great station, and they are crazy to do this to us radio hosts. But anyway, how you doing? <laughs> doing great. That sounds like I'm doing better than you are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, last night I had a show, and it was this for the first five minutes of the show, you couldn't hear anything. I'm so, but we were talking. <laughs> Well, that's what's so, important. Yeah. So what happened was I just edited it um, and just redid the show, so it's going to come back on again on Saturday. Anybody missed the show? I had uh, Paul Phillips on last night at uh, 9 o'clock, and it'll be back on on Saturday. Um, I have it set up for uh, 1 o'clock p.m. Eastern. So, Nicholas Howard, uh, I would have to say you are one of the best artists that I have come across in the last, say, few months or so, and I really enjoyed the music when I listened to it. It's really, really, really reaching to my soul, so tell me about yourself. Uh, That's an incredible compliment. Um, Tell me, tell you about myself. Hmm. Uh, My name is Nicholas Howard. I'm an urban soul singer from New York City. Raised in Queens, uh, city boy, and um, you know, I love to sing and I love to get out a message. And I, I mean, really, that's that's who I am and what I am. I'm a music producer and an engineer by trade, and so I'm surrounded by music, and I'm very blessed to be able to do the thing that I love always and uh, at all times. So. That's pretty much so, me in a nutshell. <laughs> so what kind of background do you have in music? Um, I started rapping, believe it or not, um, at nine years old. Started writing rhymes. I wasn't any good, but um, then I then after that, uh, after a few years of doing that, um, of course you get better and... I needed beats to rhyme on, so I started making beats because nobody was making beats for a a 13-year-old white kid uh, at that point, (laughs) at least least rapping-wise. And uh, did that for a while and um, then decided when I was about 18 years old that uh, to keep a foot in the music industry, I wanted to... um, I, I should I should have a trade that kept me close, and so I went to school for uh, for recording engineering, and uh, came out of school and started working for one of the top three recording studios in the city at the time. Uh, its name was Right Track. It's no longer around. It's now merged with another uh, studio because of the wonderful music business that we're in at the moment. And okay. um and that's pretty much it. And then took a step away from that and and uh, tried my hand at the uh at the singing thing and released an album in two thousand six and uh uh just released this last one, God is in the city, uh in April. And so I'm very happy to be able to Keep on doing that, and I mean, I've taken all throughout that time. Like, I started taking music lessons at like six years old, 
started playing violin and then did some guitar and uh I'm actually in the I'm actually in piano lessons right now and that's my main instrument but um and so I'm trying to uh to master some things. And um that's pretty much it. Wow. Well that sounds pretty interesting and in that you know, a lot of people they get started off with a, just a very small interest in music, and, and they don't really decide on what, you know, genre they're going to connect themselves to. And it looks like you kind of fell into, uh, you know, what you enjoy the most. Was that based on your uh, your upbringing and, you know, what was surrounding you where you grew up at? You mean the uh, the music that I'm doing now? Yeah. The music that I'm doing now... Um, yeah, for sure. I mean, was was uh, influenced by where I was, you know, where I grew up, and 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 uh, and who I was surrounded with, and the music that um, my parents played in the house, and the music that I heard out on the street, and you know, a whole bunch of stuff. So, so for sure. I mean, I I I actually answered this question yesterday. Um, and it was like, you know, well, how did you how did you come and I think this is part of your question, it was like, how did you come upon this genre? You know, why did you choose this thing? And I always say, like, you know, this this sort of this music chose me. Like I didn't I didn't um have a conscious deci- decision to make, you know, soul music or, you know, this sort of jazzy, funky soul stuff that is on this record it's just sort of this is when I open my mouth or when I sit down at the keyboard this is the stuff that comes out so I mean I I don't I don't try and do anything that I'm not supposed to be doing and I don't uh you know I I'm I'm not I'm not trying to hinder myself from going in a certain direction I'm just you know letting it happen which is a lot of fun actually <laughs> I bet it is. I'm going to start off playing your uh, your album title song, God is in the City, so our audience members can get a taste of um, what you're bringing to the table. I mean, I really enjoy every song on your CD, um, but I want to share it with others. So let me go ahead and play that out now, cool. and we'll come back and talk some more. Sounds lovely.
really good. I really like that. That whole title just gets me too because <laughs> he's everywhere but I can imagine him strolling around in the city. <laughs> yep. He uh, certainly is. That's for sure. Now, are you working with a uh, a band of your own or do you kind of like, you know, just 
go with whoever you can get available. Um, I'm I, I work with with hired musicians at the moment. I'm uh, I'm trying to find a situation with a band that I can you know be sort of permanent with and and grow with and be able to rehearse and and you know do gigs sort of at the drop of a dime and and not be uh as tied to um you know i i mean i'm i'm all for musicians getting paid and i think they should get paid uh i think at this point though it's trying to trying to get out as much as possible and get you know get gigging and trying gig as much as possible i'm actually looking for a band that um probably has their own thing going on already and uh can learn my stuff and we can you know become a family and do the stuff together because i think that's really really important for uh to make the you know the music always sounds best when everybody's interested you know and uh is happy to do it and is working towards a uh, and everybody's working towards a common goal absolutely because uh I know it's how hard it is to find people that you can find that are loyal to you and that will work together and be trustworthy and all that. Um, have you been just looking in the New York area, or have you been looking everywhere else, like Philly? Um, I mean, I, I mean, I'm I'm interested in uh, bands everywhere, but it'd be <laughs> it'd be a, it'd be very 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 easy to. Uh, to work with people in New York, for sure, it'd be, it'd be a lot harder to <laughs> work with people out in New York. Um, for me, at least, just because of travel and time and whatnot. But, uh, but yeah, I, I actually had the idea to start um, a little network of bands in the region, like, you know, have a band in Boston, have a band in Philly, have a couple of bands in different areas so that... Um, you know, when I went to those places to go gig, that would be the the band for um, for that show. But um, I, I think it's probably easier just to find some people in New York that are willing to hop in a van and uh, go and do a hit, and then uh, come back and you know do a hit in New York. And you know, I don't. Know. That's much what it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, you know, I'll keep it in mind when I come across any bands um, within sure. the vicinity because I hear from people a lot in um, both in New York and, and, and everywhere in between. I'm closer to Baltimore, D.C., and Philly. So, you know, between those areas, I'm sure you're going to get somebody. Um, oh, yeah. sure. So let's talk about um, – you know what it was that inspired you to write both of the songs on this um, on this new album, uh, particularly the God in the City. What was it that made you come up with that that particular song? Um, it's fun. It, like uh, this song, sort of when I was writing it, the the uh, the thing that stuck out was how incredible it was. I mean, it's, I, I really love New York. Like I've I've lived here 25 years, and like I go I go into the city. Sometimes I get out of the subway, and if it's a nice day, and you know people are out, and the buildings are tall, and and everything, I look up, and I'm like I I look like I must look like a tourist because 
I'm in awe still. I, I mean, I think this place is wonderful. And it's really hard to live here, too. Like, it's expensive, and, you know, mm. some parts of it are really rough, and, you know, there are, you know, everybody's, like, trying to get ahead, and, you know, some, some people will step on your toes to get there, and some people won't, and nobody pays attention. And, <laughs> I mean, there, there are a lot of things that go on in this city that, you know, whatever. But the point is, is that, um, this uh, this city really was the inspiration for that, and it always amazes me that you know no matter the horror stories that people hear about New York, everybody I have not met anybody in my life that has ever said I never want to go to New York, you know. And I meet a lot of people who are like, um, you know, I want to move to New York to follow my dreams, to do the thing that I really want to do. I mean, unless they want to do film and then they move to L.A., but, I mean, if you want to do anything else, you know, you can come to this city and you can find a venue to do that. So I, I find it very interesting that, you know, and this is why the, the title come, came about is God is in the City, because I believe that New York and, you know, obviously many other places as well, but New York is my reference point. Um, New York is a blessed place. And, you know, it's blessed because people come here and they share their creative energy and they and they um they uh they move around in it and they try and better themselves and all that stuff and you know, when you think of blessings you think of God. And uh so that's really what it is to me is that I believe that God has blessed this city to be the creative mecca that it is. And oh, yeah. so when when you like so when when I was thinking about that, that's what I was thinking about as far as that song that song goes. And I was thinking about the people that you know give up everything to come to the city and follow their dreams, and the people that follow their dreams, you know, all over the world that never will make it to the city. Like that's pretty much that's pretty much what that song is about. It's like you know following your dreams. That's why in the in the fast section it says. Uh, won't have my ambitions I won't have my ambitions tamed jeez I can't I can't uh, I can't remember the words unless I sing them but won't have my ambitions tamed instead I'll just go 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 down the road towards those city lights I got a date with fate that I can't change you know so it's like you know that's what that's what people are doing they're getting out of their situation and they're moving forward and so it's really a, it's a moving forward song, and it's a, it's using New York as a backdrop for that. Oh yeah, I, I love that picture too. Came out great on that banner. <laughs> <laughs> Look at it. I had to put the little clouds in the background. I mean, <laughs> talking about God, so He there is in go. the city, and you got to look above the subway and then, and then, and the L train. So He's there. <laughs> yeah, and no, I, I, I and again I apologize. I haven't I haven't seen it yet, but I'm gonna go and check it out once my internet is up and running again. Oh yeah. Oh, I know you're gonna like it. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm sure. I'll I'll make sure I share it. Make sure I share it around. All right. Well, I'm gonna go put on a uh, another song. Um, I have one that I, I was really attached to. And that was the one called uh, Scotch on Her Lips. Scotch on Her uh, Lips. I think that's the one that I said was my bubble bath song. Yeah, that was the bubble so. bath song for sure. 
<laughs> so I want to share that with the audience. We do have a, a, a few people in our chat room tonight, and they're all saying, hi, Nicholas. Hi. I wish I was on the Internet so that I could I could say hi on the Internet, but I can't, and I'm sorry about that, but next time. Yeah, he's got some storm and stuff going on, and yeah, no, I think he better. just left us, so I'm glad because uh, last night we got it real bad, so, you know, yeah, I'm glad we yeah. can get through this, this interview without one strike of lightning, so. <laughs> and just as you said that, the thunder happened outside. You see? You see? <laughs> It's going well, crazy. not here, thank goodness. So hopefully yeah. we still have you on the line after this song. So. Yeah, no, I'm sure. Hold on, sure. Nicholas. All right. <laughs>
my bubble bath song. <laughs> one of the audience members um, wanted to know if you ever heard of Phoebe Snow. Who? Phoebe Snow. Phoebe Snow. No, I haven't. Really? Look her up. She's a very well-known uh, jazz, R&B, soul singer. And I guess um, they were asking because it's similar, the tone is similar to some of the music that she had um, back in, little way back. I, I don't know, I think it was like 60s, 70s or something like that. Uh, I know I, I heard of her growing up, um, but she, I think she's still hanging in there, and I don't know if she's still making any music or anything, but, you know, look her up because she's, she's very well known. Well, I'm writing her name down right now. Good. So that was one of the songs that I liked because it was really mellow, and it was something that you could just just lay back and relax to and just, you know, enjoy the moment, the the peace and quiet. And, of course, I don't get too much peace and quiet, so, you know, (laughs) if I could at least play the song, maybe I can imagine that I'm... <laughs> Enjoying the moment. That's probably why I made the song too. That <laughs> <laughs> don't get Same. much either. Yeah, because I used to listen to Enya. I'm not sure if you know about her, but Enya does a lot of Celtic yes. music, and she has some songs that are like they're so relaxing that you know I'm I'm out cold, literally. <laughs> so well, I, I, I don't want to put you to sleep. But, uh, no, yours is just relaxing. Hers knocks you out like like a sedative. <laughs> well, I mean, instantly. I could sit there and listen to it and just fall asleep in my chair right there. And I tried it on other people. Other people have done the same thing. I said, what is it about her music? <laughs> Sounds incredible. I've yeah, never, but I've never, I've never, I've never owned any of her stuff, but I, uh, I knew, I knew, you know, I've heard... I think there was one big hit that she had that uh that I remember, but anyway. Yeah, she, yeah, she no, did a lot of soundtrack music too, like for the Lord of the Rings and the Gladiator movie. Right. Yeah, right. but um, yours I would have to say is more so like if I smoked, it would be like a cigarette <laughs> in my hand, a bottle of whiskey, and yeah. I would be in a nice big hot jacuzzi or or garden size bathtub and just listening. You know, I would not even be asleep or anything like that. Yeah, no, well, if you're in a hot tub with a bottle of whiskey, you better not go to sleep. That'd be I a, know. That'd be, a, that'd be a bad deal. But, uh, yeah, no, that, that's essentially what that song was about, was uh, being in a bar. I mean, I actually, I don't drink anymore, but that was, uh, it was, it was inspired by being drunk at a bar with a girl one night and uh, just getting lost in conversation. So. Yeah. Well, I mean that that was really cool. And um, now I did want to ask you, um, when you when you are working on your music, do you find yourself you know coming up with a lot of different tracks at one time, or does it take you some time to you know do one song, then maybe the next song. Because I know some people will whip out like 25 songs in a week or so, and then some people want to put more feeling and more message to it so they take a little longer. What would you say is the, the time frame in which you, you do your songs? I mean, I've, I've truthfully, I don't think there's any science behind the time of it. 
I, I've done songs and written songs in 10 minutes and then taken three weeks to write another one. You know, it's just like sometimes the thing demands that sort of attention and sometimes it just falls out onto the page. I mean, when it falls out onto the page, you think you're the, and it's, and it's good, you think you're the best thing since sliced bread. But, you know, and then you're then you're pulling your hair out when you're working three weeks on the same tune trying to make it work because you know it will be good once it's done. So uh, you, as far as the science behind the time, you know, there's no real science. I mean, I can bang out things pretty fast if um, I actually work best under pressure. And the co-producer, the co-producer on the record knows this, so he always puts dates on me. To get stuff finished, and I have to put dates on myself because if not, I'll leave it for about five minutes before we have to go into the studio, and then mm-hmm. I'll write everything right there. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I try not to do that, and I'm trying definitely not to do the, do that for the next record. So that's why I'm already working on um, the new record, and uh, the one that I'll have another one out in April, and. Uh, oh. So I'm trying to release one every April from here until 2018. Wow. So what's your significance for April? Um, well, I just I, I released this record in April, and uh, it doesn't doesn't really have anything to do with with anything um, except that uh, it will be exactly a year from the release date of the last record. And so, you know, I want to be able to put out a record each year um, until, you know, either I don't want to anymore or, uh, yeah, until I don't want to anymore. Or I have ten, whichever comes first. I mean, I I, I want to have ten albums out. And so I think, you know, I'm going to be 30 years old. And uh, so I want to be able to be have ten records out before I'm forty. <laughs> <laughs> well, sounds like a plan. <laughs> so I'm not like you know retirement age trying to put out my last record, <laughs> which is not yeah, a bad I mean, thing. And I may continue to you know I think I'll, I'll I'll always make music, you know, until I'm eighty-five and you know got arthritis in, in every joint in my body and you know but I, I mean I'll, I'll always do something with music um, but you know you only have a certain window I think as far as a performer goes some performers not I mean you know who knows I don't know I don't know where that takes me but um, <laughs> trying to put out as much stuff as possible well, that's a good thing. I mean, you have to keep yourself, you know, in rotation. So it's always good to keep doing that, you know. Um, now, when you come out with good music like this, you know, there's no doubt that you'll be successful at it. So I'm going to put on a couple more songs because I want the audience to really get the feel from it the way I do. Now, it may sound a little scratchy on our end because we're using Skype, but believe me, the audience is hearing a really clear copy, okay? No problem. I 
Wow, I, I like that flip mode thing you do. What? <laughs> you, what? I like that flip mode. Yeah. <laughs> you start off, start off slow and mellow and like one of those chill songs, and then you just like just jump right in there. It's almost go like to on the church. Go to church with it. That, that was the that was the whole plan. I mean, that's why you know we we sort of played into the the God is in the city theme in some of this stuff by using a, a choir. It was really fun to be in the studio. We had like a, a 12 per it was, you know, 12 person choir, um, which wow. isn't a huge choir, but you know, it's big enough. And so, you know, we're all in there like clapping our hands and bugging out. And it, it was, uh, it was definitely an experience. Very fun. Very, very wow. fun. So do you, do you try to put, you know, a bit of gospel in your music too, because it sounds like it has some gospel undertones. Well, this 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 record definitely does. I mean, and I, you know, all the all the singers that I've always admired um, uh-huh. and really and really loved listening to. I, I don't come from a church background. Like I don't. I I can probably count on my hand the time on one hand the times that I've been to church in my life. It just like hasn't been one of those things. But um the uh the the people who I loved listening to all came from that background. You know, like Aretha Franklin and uh I, I really loved Ina Washington. I'm not sure whether she came from a back uh, church background but I'm sure she did. Um, and the Billy Holidays and the the people like that, so that you know their music sort of taught me that portion of it. Um, and the you know the Otis Reddings and the Sam Cooks and all that stuff. All those guys came from uh, church backgrounds. And so um, you know uh, that sort of turned me. I think you know turned me on to that sound. And uh, I really wanted to go as as full on, you know, as I could, um, you know, because I don't, I've never worked with a choir before, and I, I thought it would be cool, and so we did, and you know, it it uh it worked, and I'm very glad it worked the way it did. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, you you can always stretch and try different things. That just makes you grow more with your music. Exactly. Now, have you thought about collaborating with anybody? And then who who would that be? Um, collaborations. Uh, I'm I'm interested um, in any musical collaboration. Truthfully, I I would I would love to do some things. You know, I wish this was 50 years ago so that I could, like, you know, sing with Ella Fitzgerald and Louis Armstrong or, you know, do all that stuff. But nowadays, people, I mean, I'd love to I'd love to do something with Erica Badu. I think she's incredible. Um, I'd do something with Outkast in a, in a heartbeat. Um, mm-hmm. There's a, uh, a wonderful woman out named Alice Smith. Uh, she's from Brooklyn. She's touring with Citizen Cope. Uh, she's she's absolutely wonderful. If you haven't heard her, you should you should go and listen to some of her stuff. She's incredible. Um, I mean, you know, I, I I'd like to you know sort of because of the hip hop 
influences that I have in my music, I'd like to do some uh, collaborations with hip-hop artists. Like, you know, I'd love to do some stuff with Nas um, because he's a Queens guy and I have a great respect for the stuff that he does. And, um, we're working, my production company and uh, the record company that uh, I run, as, that's one of my other hats. Um, we're doing, I'm doing collaborations with some artists, some hip-hop artists that uh, we're working with, and uh, so you know, I'm 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 always down for uh, for musical exploration. I think that it's very important, and and on top of that, it's a lot of fun to do. So. Oh yeah. Well, let me just uh, be the first person that you call when you start doing something with Common. <laughs> with Tom, oh, I'm sorry. You know what? I left him out, but he's he's a uh, he's a uh, He's high on the list for sure. You know, yes, I'd to, I love uh, him. Common, I'd love to do something with the Roots. I mean, oh you yeah, know, those guys, those guys are incredible. I, you know, it's really the the people that are true to their art and true to their art form and are interested in you know being explorative. Like they they want to explore. And they want to do different things and 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 make cool songs and do things out of the love of music. That's you know I think a lot of the stuff that's missing in in uh, a lot of the major music that's being released nowadays. Well, I I know some people in Philadelphia and um in the music industry, and what I could do is um, forward your CD over to my connection, and and he he does work with some of the guys from the Roots. And uh, some other silly people, so I'll just pass it on to them and see yeah. what we can do here. Did I send you a CD? I did, yes. No, I didn't get a CD, but I got like uh, well, a so yeah, make sure, CD. Make sure that make sure you email me your address, and I'll send you a couple of CDs so that uh, you can sure. have the official cop- copy, one for you, and you know anybody you want to pass along to. Be great. No problem. I'm going to pass it on to them because they've been they're working on projects in Philadelphia now for, you know, this type of music, something that has a message, something that's soulful, something that's real, and not about, you know, the the, the things that you hear so much on the radio, which is just pretty much, like, molded for a certain audience, and, and that's the only people that have enough sense to listen to it. I mean, they're just not really knowing what they're listening to. They just hear a nice beat and think, oh, the cool song. So we, we got, like, the underground movement. <laughs> that's good. That's- that is the way. That's I mean, that's really the you know, the underground movements are the ones that are really the uh the places to go to uh to listen to, you know, good stuff. And I think that's cool it's cool. It's actually the coolest thing is that independent artists are, are getting a lot of burn these days, um with uh with the stuff that they're putting out because people you know the public, the people who consume music, the people that listen to music and and want music and good music in their life are getting tired and have been getting tired um, if they're not already completely fed up with what's on the radio and what the uh, major labels are putting to them. And so it's incredible, you know, to see the scenes popping up, you know, all over the place, be it Philly or New York or you know. Uh, wherever, a little town in Tennessee, like if people are just, you know, interested in in getting some good stuff out there, then, you know, it's a beautiful thing, and it will only help the art form 
progress. That's right. So now, when, how are you um, distributing your music? Um, are you having, you know, like any difficulties in getting it out there? Uh, there are always difficulties. <laughs> <laughs> but you know this is this you know being on your show is one of the ways to do that to you know get get out and and uh figuring uh you know getting people interested whether it's one person or 20 people or 100 people or you know 10,000 people it doesn't matter i think like i have the mindset that you know you like i'm not interested in fans i'm interested in friends I'm interested in people that are that are uh, interested in supporting this type of music and and interested in supporting real music. And so, you know, I I'll talk to one person before I, you know, blast out to 10,000 or 20,000 people like, you know, or a million people or whatever. I'd rather talk to one person that I'll know will remember me and I will remember them you know, for the rest of my life, my musical career and otherwise. And so, uh, yeah, there are difficulties in that because it's grassroots. And, you know, talking to one person is is uh, can get difficult, and getting somebody's attention can be very difficult. And, uh, you know, I don't have a big marketing machine behind me. I don't have a big label behind me doing this stuff. I'm doing it mainly, you know, mainly out of my bedroom <laughs> in my apartment. Now, that's my record label. So, you know, I have got people that do help out, um, and God bless them because I'd probably go crazy if I didn't. And, uh, you know, trying to uh, trying to move forward is, is always difficult, but you have to put one foot in front of the other and make it happen. You know, nobody else is going to do it for you, that's for sure. That's right. Well, I'm going to play out one last song. We have about uh, seven minutes left. And before I go, I just want to um, thank you so much for coming to the show and sharing some of your music with us. I will get you some information um, so that you can send me those CDs that I'll pass it on to yeah. the people that I know in Philly because I know that they would be interested in your music. And uh, our audience says uh, good night, and thank you so much for coming in. Good night, and good night. They'll be looking you up. What I'm going to do is put your uh, your MySpace address in the chat room. I'm also going to update the banner on my uh, blog for Blog Talk Radio. Um, I also put your MySpace link on there and your CD Baby link. So if they want to purchase your music, they can go right to my Blog Talk Radio blog where they'll see a nice banner um, titled uh, Nicholas Howard and just click on those things, and it will take you directly to his site so that you can purchase his music and learn a little bit more about Nicholas. Uh, nobody, Nicholas, thank you. Nobody's better than you. Nobody's better <laughs> than you. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much. And I'm going to play one last song. Let me see. Now, I have so many favorites, but I kind of like this one here, the Carnival. All right. That, that was pretty cool, too. So you be careful with... Be you be careful with that storm and stay away from the lightning bolts. <laughs> I definitely will. <laughs> I'll get in touch with you a bit later on, Nicholas. Um, maybe I'll give you a call. I have a show at 8 o'clock, so um, later on this evening if you're available, I'll give you a call back, and we'll go over um, a couple of things that I wanted to talk to you about, the Philly movement, and I'll uh, cool. get some information to you, okay? 
Lovely. All right. All right. I'll talk very soon. Bye. All right. Oh, my.